Hello, good morning, Satnam. As I said, we're on Terschelling, so we were just in the middle of the dunes, but apparently the connection wasn't strong enough. So we moved a little bit back closer to where people live and here we can live stream hopefully properly. So yes, we've been uh, in nature over the past uh, three days here. And actually, Tim and I, we've spent almost a whole month in nature. And why I mention this is because I feel it's very much related to the topic of today's live stream, a playful heart. Because what I've experienced is that when you're surrounded by nature, there's like a natural sense of expansion that just comes just by being in nature. Just allowing yourself to relax into the natural vibes and to just go with the rhythm of nature. Really, that doesn't, nature doesn't, um, doesn't care about what we think or what we want. Nature is not like the mind that has its own plan, um, its own program, its own schedule, its own agenda. Nature just is. So when you're spending a, a, a proper amount of time in nature, that natural expansion just comes. And we had the blessing to spend almost a month on top of the mountain in Italy where we were hosting our retreat. And we made our way through back, way back through France, also driving through beautiful natural settings. And now as like the cherry on the pie, we got to spend this weekend here for the yoga festival. So I feel that my, uh, my heart is very open, very expanded, and I feel really connected to my surroundings. And I, I got to spend one day in Amsterdam before we, we came to the island. And there you can really sense the difference. When you're in a city, it's, there is um, so much construction, of course. There's a lot of buildings, there's roads, there's traffic. Everything is so organized. So it's like a different sensation. So what we do through our practice is at least that's the way I experience it, it's, it's to use the daily practice to get into that natural state of expansion every time that we practice. Because if we don't do that, we really can get trapped in our minds and really believe everything the mind projects on the world around us with all the constructions. <laughs> because all the ideas and the projections that we have um, links to our past are like constructions. We project, project these mind constructions on what we see. So if you have a chance this summer to really get to spend some time in nature, that would be really wonderful. It's a beautiful healing, a natural healing that you, that really makes you understand that as human beings, we are not separate from nature. That's something that we, at least I, uh, get to ex get to feel like when I'm living in the city and also the funny thing is I know that nature is so healing but when I'm in the city with its daily things and the work and um, everything that's going on all the time it seems like this big it, the step becomes bigger to make your way out of the city and to just go and be in nature for the day so if you have the possibility to to go into nature this summer and really whoo, relax into it it would be a real blessing for you as well. And a blessing that, that allows you to tap into that more playful heart and that natural expansion. That's also what I see here at the yoga festival. Of course, people are doing yoga <laughs> continuously, 
but also there's a lot of music, there's a lot of dancing and there's nature and there's the togetherness and that really helps you to get into that more playful vibe where we do our things but we don't take them so seriously anymore and our heart is our biggest guidance in that the heart is connected to your neutral mind the way to the way to perceive things just the way they are without projecting uh, what you think it should be like so the, the heart is very it's a very wise part of you and a lot of spiritual traditions say it's the seed of the soul it's where the soul resides i don't know but i know when, that when i do my practice and i really allow myself to fall into myself there is like this immediate reaction that you feel here i think a lot of you can recognize this so there is like an opening happening and in that opening you feel an expansion and in that opening there is a silence and in this silence the inner wisdom can talk to you and you can call this your intuition you can call this the voice of your soul you can call it the most sacred knowledge you can give many words to it but the point is is that we start to learn to listen again and a lot of practices that we shared in the online sadhanas and also the last one the power of the word we put a lot of emphasis on this uh, the sunya deeply listening because through deeply listening everything reveals itself to you and that's why i also feel nature is so being in nature is so powerful because nature in itself is silent but you hear the wind you hear the birds you hear the insects it's almost you hear the sun <laughs> you feel the sun you feel the vibration you start to almost you start to hear the vibration because essentially everything is sound everything is vibration and Anahat, the Anahata is the name of the heart chakra. Anahat is the unstruck sound. So through our practice, we bring ourselves to that unstruck sound, to the source of all. And of course, sometimes when you meditate, it's more mental. Sometimes you're really emotional. But we do all have these moments that you just drop. You just drop into the heart. And there the expansion comes and there the recognition comes and these moments of recognitions are so important because they are like your anchors for the moments when you feel when you don't feel it but you have that experience and you can carry it with you as a remembrance remembrance of who you truly are a remembrance that all the constructions around you the city life your job all the things that through the mind we think are very important essentially Okay, they are important, of course, in the material plane, but essentially, deep down to the core of things, they're not. Because there is a beautiful um, uh, story about Guru Nanak, when a very rich man came to see Guru Nanak, and actually the, the rich man gathered all he could gather. He was so rich, he had palaces, he had land, he had everything you could desire. Um, so he, now he just wanted to serve a wise man. So he went to see Guru Nanak. Guru Nanak is the, the man who um, set the first foundations for what we now call Sikhism. But I always, like a lot of people say this, but like Buddha wasn't a Buddhist and Jesus wasn't a Christian. These men, in this case men, were like prophets. They had this really direct connection with the source and they channeled they just 
proclaimed what what the true wisdom wants to share at that time with the human beings or the humankind. So Guru Nanak, founder of Sikhism in that sense, this man came to see him and he said, okay, I have everything that I need. I have everything that I want. There is nothing else. What can I do? How can I serve you? And Guru Nanak told him, okay, there is one thing I would love you to do for me. Here is a super, super fine needle. I give it to you now. Take it, keep it, and make sure that you take it with you the moment you die and then bring it back to me. And the man was like, okay, thank you so much for this beautiful assignment, for this beautiful gift. I will do it. He's like, oh, woohoo. But then he left. And a few moments later, he was like, but hang on a minute. I can't bring this needle to him when I'm dead because I'm no longer there. So <laughs> this assignment is actually impossible. So what can I do? So he went back to Guru Nanak and he said, sir, I'm, I'm very honored that you're giving me this beautiful assignment with this needle but I'm 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 afraid that I, I can't fulfill your your this task because when I'm dead how can I bring this needle to you and then Guru Nanak said it's the same with all the things that you've gathered in your life all the things that you have amassed all the things you worked so hard for to get none of it you can't you cannot take it with you not even when it's this tiny this thin as a needle in the end, essentially, it doesn't mean anything. What means something is being fully present in the moment and to feel that deep connection with yourself. Not yourself as the idea you have about yourself, not your personality, not your name, not your career, not the, uh, the certificates you've put on your wall of all the things that you've achieved in your life. They're beautiful things to experience, but it's just what it is, an experience. So at the end of the day, what is most important is that we just feel ourselves and we can rest in that. And of course, life is challenging us. Life is continuously challenging us. On my way here to Terschelling, uh, I left my laptop in the train. I just forgot it. I, we had a bag and another bag and Tim was like walking in front of me and I was like, okay, I have to go. And some newspaper dropped on my laptop and I just left it in the train. And I only realized it two hours later when we were on the boat. And whoa, I can tell you there, <laughs> I was so thankful for my practice to stay calm and to keep breathing. And it, it's just a laptop, it's just a machine. But everything is on there from all my work and so much photos. And of course, I didn't make any backups. Um, but then we need, to, we need our practice to keep on breathing, to keep calm. And also to realize, okay, it's just a thing. Everything will be okay. Thank God the next day, uh, after calling a couple of times, the next day I called and they told me somebody found it and uh, I can pick it up today. So Waheguru, there are very honest and beautiful people in this world who don't take things that don't belong to them. Thank you so much. Um, but this is just to, to, to show you that, you know, these things like the, the rich man, we work so hard for these things. But while we work so hard, we tend to get also very serious and we tend to forget that playfulness, the playful heart. We're here to also enjoy this creation, this material plane. Because I'm not saying this material plane is not real, 
but we need to really keep on investing all the projections that we put on it. And in Italy, I had a beautiful insight in, because for me personally, the question, why am I here? Why am I supposed to make this experience here on this planet? It sometimes really gets to me. And during sadhana one morning, this really deep insight came that essentially everything is here out of love. And when it's just one, love is beautiful. But what makes it even more beautiful is if, that you can share it, that someone else can also feel it. So, and I, in Italy, I compared it to baking a cake. If you bake a beautiful cake, it's nice to eat a piece by yourself and to watch it and to have it in your kitchen. But what makes you really happy is to share that cake with others and, ha and enjoy that cake together and to see the happiness and the enjoyment on, on the other people's faces. So, so that's what I understood or what I understood, not mentally or rationally, but I understood that everything is here because it wants to share itself, but itself, it's not something different or separate from you, but we are here to experience ourself. And when we can rest in that, that playfulness again can get um, just an important part in our life as the seriousness and the achievement. But and even when we really give it space, that playfulness can come into every area of our life. Then we, start, then we play our work, we play the things that we need to do, we play our responsibilities. It becomes one big play, one big lila. That's the word they use in the Gita. The Bhagavad Gita, it's the Lila, it's one big play for the, for the one to enjoy itself. And you are that also, you're not separate from it, we're all that. The sand is it, the dunes is it, the sky, everything. It's one big beautiful play. And um, this month we're going to do a sadhana, which will start on the 22nd of July. Which will the theme of this month actually is the knowing heart because all these things that I'm saying now is this deep knowing. Of course, it's my experience, so please don't take it as the truth. But it's my guidance that I can give you from where I am right now in this point in my life. Um, but we're going to take the guidance also from other teachers in this sadhana to 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 experience that deep inner knowing, that knowing from our heart. So the month theme this month's theme is the knowing heart and I wanted to open it today with a playful heart and my question to you this week is to open yourself again for that playfulness and if you have the possibility to go into nature to spend at least a few hours in nature and just see how nature is organizing everything without thinking about it everything just happens by itself like Muji so beautiful, beautifully says, a flower doesn't go, okay, now let me put this leaf and then that leaf and then this one and then I'll turn my, myself that way. No, it just happens. And then you just be there and feel you're a part of the nature. You're not separate from it and rest in that and open yourself this week for that playfulness. See how you can allow yourself to play. Especially if you find yourself very stressed, very deep into serious stuff. How can you find playfulness in, in your life again? How can you give it a, a place again? 
Because that playfulness will make it easier for you to feel your heart, that innocence of the heart, the innocence of a child. A child plays. And actually we all play, we all learn through playing. Because I, don't you ever ask yourself the questions that what are we all doing? We all just like do things, but do we actually know what we're doing? It's one big play. <laughs> so today I want to share a meditation with you that we're also, we've also just put on the website. It's the new meditation that we've put live yet since yesterday. And we're going to do a short version of it. So if you would like to do the extended full version with me, then you can go to our website after this and maybe you want to pick it up as your daily practice. This, because the beauty of this meditation is it covers so many things. I'm not going to go into the depth of that right now. But when you, when you join the sadhana that will start on the 22nd, registration is not open yet, but we'll let you know. Uh, we're going to really look into all, all the disp different aspects of this meditation. But it's called to experience your original you. And when you really commit to this meditation, Yogi Bhajan actually said you should do it for 120 days straight. You can really have a totally new concept of who you are. And I would even throw away the word concept. You get to experience who you are without all the concepts, without all the layers. And that who you are is this innocence and that playfulness. It's an intrinsic part of it. So let's tune in and let's do that meditation together. Bring your hands in front of your heart center. Take a deep breath. And keep, just keep on breathing for a moment like this. Feeling the hands at the heart. I'm surrounded by silence, maybe where you are it's quite noisy. Just try to open up for everything that you hear without rejecting anything. Notice how these five senses are continuously offering you a communication with the world around you. Inhale deep and exhale, rub your hands. And then on your next inhalation, rest your thumbs against the Anahata Chakra, the sternum, the chest. Bring a little pressure between the palms of your hands and fingers, making sure your underarms are parallel to the ground and the shoulders are relaxed. Chin is gently tucked in. And we're going to chant the invocation, the Adi Mantra, three times. Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. Inhale deeply to begin.
rights. So we're going to do a short version of the meditation, the original you. Actually, it's supposed to be nine minutes, but we're going to do it for three. So you just get a taste of it and you, got, you can already start to feel the power of it. And hopefully it um, wakens up your appetite for more. <laughs> so bring your fingers interlaced with the palms pushed away from you with the arms parallel to the shoulders. So try not to drop the arms down or bring them up too high, but really straight from the shoulders. And the eyes are going to be focused at the tip of your nose, okay? If you can't really see the tip of your nose, sometimes it helps to look a little bit higher to the bridge of the nose. And we want to feel that pressure in the forehead, stimulating the optical nerve, which will in turn stimulate the pineal gland and open up your intuition. All right, so this is your position. And in this position, first of all, we're going to breathe long and deep. Actually, we would love to reach the one minute breath, but that's quite a challenge if you're not used to it, especially because what you're supposed to do is inhale for 20 seconds, hold for 20 seconds, exhale for 20 seconds. Now that's quite strong. So start with five. Five inhaling, five holding, five exhaling. And if you're able to do that easily, then you can go up to seven or 10 seconds. But important is that you keep all the segments of the breath, the inhalation, the holding and the exhalation, the same amount of time. So not two seconds in, five seconds holding, 10 seconds out, okay? We want to keep that same ratio through the whole breath. That's your first part of breathing. And then we're going to change the breath. I will guide you through it, okay? So you look at the tip of your nose. And let's begin. All right, stay in the position. Now you're going to inhale through your nose and exhale like a cannon breath out through the mouth. And keep doing that. And try to make the breath really strong, really powerful. Not fast, but strong and powerful. <laughs> really filling up your lungs and as you exhale, really bring all the air out. <laughs> Few more.
Last one. All right, now inhale deep. Hold the breath in and pump your navel without exhaling. It's no breath of fire, just pump the navel. Until you need to exhale. When you're exhaled, when you have exhaled, you inhale immediately and start again. Inhale deep, hold the breath and really push your hands away from you so you feel a true stretch in your elbows. And again, we'll exhale very powerfully out through the mouth. <laughs> Inhale deep, hold, stretch the arms, <laughs> exhale, last time. And exhale. Now bring your hands into this mudra. Index finger pointing straight up. Let the thumb rest on top of the other three fingers. And start to circle. Fast outward bound circles with the index finger. The finger of expansion. To move the energy through the spine, through the body, through the magnetic field. more seconds and inhale deep and exhale now just rest your hands on your knees the palms up and sit in silence just be you Just I am, without any other words, I am, I am. And inhale deep. And exhale. Sadnam, that was our meditation. Our meditation Monday on the 2nd of July 2018. Thank you so much for joining me. Like I mentioned, this full meditation, the full time of this meditation is now on our website. So you can practice it with me every day if you like. I'll guide you through it. It's quite a challenge, some here and there. 
but it's really worth the while. And when you practice with the video, it's easier to keep up because you have me to guide you through and to, to you don't have to think about your timer. You just, you go, you dive into the experience. So on the 22nd of July, we'll have a beautiful sadhana with this meditation. And like I said, I will explain you much more about all the benefits, all the hidden gems that are inside this meditation, because there's quite a few. And that's the beauty also of this nine minute max meditations that Yogi Bhajan shared with us, because in nine minutes already, you can make such a difference in your life. And then the, the excuse of, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time for yoga. Sorry, that doesn't really work anymore because nine minutes, we can all find nine minutes in our day to just do this. <laughs> Maybe if you can convince me that you don't have nine minutes, I'll be really impressed. I'll take you out for dinner. <laughs> okay. Okay, everyone, I really wish you a beautiful day. We left the link of the website above this video. So if you want to join us and, and practice many other beautiful Kundalini Yoga videos that we've recorded all over the world, in Italy, in India, in Bali, where else, in Morocco, and many more are coming. Every month we share a new video from somewhere that we've recorded somewhere during our trips, during our journeys and retreats. So we love to make this beautiful journey of life together with you. Let's close with a long satnam. Bring your hands together and inhale deeply to begin. So Wishing you a beautiful week. Satnam.